Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, FM 99 and the Fox proudly brings to you their really only wrestling podcast in the world. It's the podcaster Pete. I am Sean Hood. That's Dave Taylor. I thought Jim Gillette joined us for a moment. Just here. for a moment. Yeah, just, just for a moment. moment. <laughs> that used to be my ringtone, by the way. Wow. Which I tell you what, getting a phone call at 3 a.m. scared the hell out of me using that <laughs> ringtone. Which uh, so I had to change it. Um, That's amazing. I hadn't even considered that. But uh, by the way, Jim Gillette is a uh, vocalist, vocal coach. I mean, he sang for some bands, but he had this octave range. That started as as where you were, right? But obviously went so you high, up, yeah, yeah. You just go really high. That, yeah, yeah. No, we're not getting there. No, we're not. not no, happening. no. You don't. You, uh, I don't get. I don't make that kind of money. <laughs> um, again, Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat. FM Nine and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. We get the business out of the way right away. Lots of places you can interact with us on FM Ninety Nine and One Hundred Six Nine TheFox.com. Right there under the media tab, ESPR takes you to a link. It brings you to our page, essentially, and that has our SoundCloud player right there, which is where all our episodes go. You can also find us on most of your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling, and that'll pull it up for you. You can go ahead and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We would appreciate it greatly. And we love to interact with you guys. Facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter, at ESPR99. And ESPR9, uh, ESPR at FM99.com if you want to shoot us an email about anything. We gotta get back into listener mail at some point. It's been a little while. Yeah, I'm we trying to get into my the mail because now we have to do these off. It's I, a two step process, so if it takes it me a while a to process. respond, it's because I can't get in the email right away. It is a process. So, uh, but we will get back into those. We gotta, we gotta d- make sure we do all that. It is a big week this week. We got two shows to go over. It feels like something to do, which yeah. is nice because last week was. Mm. Well, you remember Harley Race, which was, you know. yeah, that was Harley Race was the most important part of that episode. <laughs> Um, this week we got two big reviews or uh, previews to do. Excuse me, we are previewing NXT Takeover Toronto. Five matches, three hours. We'll see how they do it. Uh, Dave will be asleep, and yes, then yes. Sunday Dave will also be asleep yeah. for the six-hour Super Slam. Super Slam. Super Slam. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, it's Summerfest. Jeremy Piven is never wrong. Oh yeah, Summerfest. That's right, Summerfest. That's right. <laughs> no, it's SummerSlam. We got to go over that. It's uh, ten matches announced. It's going to be six hours long. Let's be honest. I think least, they said a least... two. I think they said a two-hour pre-show and then a yeah, four-hour yeah. program. And I'm just like, stop it. If you only did this for the big four, I wouldn't complain. Yeah. Uh, well, as much I complain. I wouldn't complain as much. But doing it for every pay-per-view where you have a four-hour show is insane. It drives me nuts. And then the argument is, well, then if it's three hours, how is it different from Monday Night Raw? I don't know. Maybe make it better. Yeah. Really, I feel like if you're not even looking at what you're doing, you have a solid chance of making things better than Raw has been lately. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. But either way, pay-per-view is coming. On paper, there's some great matches. We'll talk about that, see what's coming and uh, what to expect. But first, let's go ahead and dive right into it with whatever music Dave has chosen this week, and we're going to do NXT TakeOver Toronto. These shows never really disappoint. No, they don't, no. I mean, Dave's got the card pulled up. We're going to do what we did with the last week. That seemed to work out real well. We're going to go through it, and we're going to kind of time ourselves to make sure we don't go over a certain amount, and we're going to do each match and uh, give our thoughts on it. Uh, I guess we'll start with Dave. Go ahead, and what's the first match? All right, uh, Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai. I like the Io Shirai we've got now. It is the the evil Io Shirai that she was doing in... um, Help me. What was the name? Lucha Underground. Yes. Uh, I think her character name was like Black Lotus or something like that. But either way, she was awesome, and I love this version of her. She's awesome here as well. And uh, Candice is always a good performer, 
but I don't expect Io to lose here. Yeah, Io's, I think, going to win. And I will say this, like, it like it took a while because first when she beat up uh, Shayna Baszler, you're like, well, that's out of character. But then you're like, okay. Well, frustration, no. I get it, you know. But, okay. but like now it's like, no, it's not. No, so. clearly she's just gone to the dark side. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm okay with. And yeah. I like that there was a turn like that that they did over a few weeks. It wasn't just like one night, all of a sudden she's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, because it you explained know? everything that she did. It kind of made sense. Right, exactly. But I don't know you an explanation. That's my favorite heel turn line. Don't yeah, know you any explanation because we haven't figured out one. Um, <laughs> the uh, trouble threat for the NXT North American Championship, the retaining uh, champion, Velveteen Dream versus uh, Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Uh, Velveteen Dream of the uh, WWE uh, 2K20 commercial. Uh, That's right. That's right. Good for him being yeah. on that. Um, I, you know, just off topic real quick on WWE 2K20. I watched a video the other day about like where that Xavier Woods was in that kind of was revealing some stuff. And mm, yeah, the I'm graphics. not overly excited. Hey, good for Becky. Good, good for, for Becky. And, and, and good, and good and for, for Roman. Roman, yeah. Roman should have been on it like maybe four years ago when he was supposed to be the man. But um, I'm fine with it the way it is. You know, it's, and I'm it's sure, fine. I'm sure it'll be a, the title will be fine. But just what they've shown so far just kind of makes me go. Yeah, because somebody pointed out right away, oh, look at the hair. They haven't fixed the hair problem. They still have. What's <laughs> funny is they actually went backwards with the hair because a few years ago they had upgraded the hair somehow and it looked good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they went back to like the blocky looking hair. I don't know why. I don't know why that's a thing again. But Yeah, I don't know. If the if the hair was the biggest gripe, I wouldn't complain. But I I, I have a few of these games, and if it's just if they can make it easier to throw somebody over the damn rope in the in a Royal Rumble battle royal <laughs> well, that's match, the point it's not supposed to be, Dave. Well, but it's just we got like do these button combos. And my fingers can't do that stuff anymore. It's, come on, <laughs> I have all of these. You know, games. Yeah, I, 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 I still have a SmackDown Know Your Role too. That's still that's still a fun one to me. Rumor has it that Here Comes the Pain might be getting a remaster uh, to really? be re released. Which I would kind of love because that's a great game. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. in any event. Yeah. So, yeah, the triple threat match with Velveteen, uh, Pete, and uh, Roderick. It's been a fun build. Um, yeah. Yeah. With I... and, and Pete's kind of a guy that's kind of like I, – I, like, I think he needs this because I think he's kind of like this – without a title, I, I think he's kind of been like this – well, he hasn't around. done much. He's been in UK. He feuded no. with Walter, and then he kind of flew into the radar for a little bit. Yeah. But I think that was by design to kind of get him off TV a little bit, let him recover, let his his character recover a little bit, yeah, get a little, yeah. and then reappear. And now, and I see this is brilliant taking him from T- NXT UK and putting him on NXT again. Yes, because it's almost like a re debut where that crowd's just excited he's there again. Yeah, so it kind of reinvigorates his character. So I agree with you. I do think Pete Dunne could kind of use it, but I don't know, man. It's so hard to bet against Dream. Well, he doesn't have to lose. No. You, you know you what? Know. You know what? I talked you into it. <laughs> no. Well, you, you talk but with me Roderick in. Strong winning? I'm, that's actually where I'm going. <laughs> I think Roderick Strong might win. Okay. And I think because I think Dunn and Dream will move on to feud separately from this because one of you know he'll blame the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And Strong will move on as the North American champion. So I'm picking Strong because I think out of the three of them, he's the dark horse. Yeah. Nobody really looks at him as a possible winner. And he could use it at this point. And he could. You know, you know. Yeah, everybody the, has a case I think you could make in this match. The Undisputed Era could use it, yeah. really honestly. So, I mean, I think I think strong is where I'm going. No. All right. Uh, for the NXT women's. Wait, who are you picking? Oh, I'm picking Pete Dunn. Okay, you're picking Pete Dunn. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. I wanted. To, I wasn't sure what you said. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the uh, NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler defending against Mia Yim. Um, this is... Uh, I yeah, have a hard she's time. She's been feuding with these guys for on and off, and, and you know, and Mia's what, part of the May Young Classic for the last couple yeah. of years. We've seen but, her a lot. Well, she was the May Young Classic this last time. Yeah. And that's how she got her job. And it, she's finally turned the corner with her character in NXT because they, for a while they were trying too much to make her just a lovable white meat baby face. Yeah, that makes sense. And it wasn't working. So now she's allowed to kind of be her street tough character, which is more in line with who she is as a real person. And it's working. 
The crowd's responding to her. She comes across as more natural. And I love the idea that she's taken out Shayna's backup before they have their match because Shayna's backup's always there. Yeah. So I like that idea. I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, do they do they take the title off Shayna? Shayna is is essentially like if she's been in every takeover yeah. since she debuted, I think. Well, here's the question, and I'm going to fast forward to SummerSlam. Yeah, because okay, of some yeah, SummerFest. <laughs> so, uh, okay, Becky and Natalia. Yeah, Becky's winning, but like Becky needs a real challenger. I mean, unless Ronda comes back at SummerSlam, right? Is is Shana, which I mean is is possible? Happen, yeah. Is possible because um, maybe Luke Harper comes back. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. Help. But like to throw this out, if okay, if if Mia beats Shayna, does that mean Shayna's moving up? Or because cause they got nothing for Becky, and they, got, I, I, and they have to figure that out. You're right. You're 100% right about that. And I think that's a smart bet, to be perfectly honest. It would also be a big shock at, at SummerSlam if she showed up at SummerSlam, attacked Becky after the bell. Yeah, because they're like, tap um, out from this, and she's going to put Becky out The one thing cold. I'd say is that uh, uh, Shayna Baszler's friends, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, are not ready. No, they're not. They, they've gotten better quickly, yeah. but they're still too green to be in – to really be a part of that right now, you know, yeah, if you're on yeah. the main roster. Now, that being said, what they could do is with uh, the attack by Mia, maybe that writes them off TV for a little while. Yeah. And so Shayna gets to move up by herself, and then eventually they'll come with her. She, she gets help or something. It's a situation Kind of like they where, did originally with, yeah, with yeah. her. Well, she was there for a year or so by herself yeah. before they ever showed up. So maybe they do something similar. I think that's a smart that's a smart gamble yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so... I, I'm gonna. I think well, you might have talked me into it. I think I'm going Mia. I, I'm gonna go Mia for, just for that purposes. But 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 well, but and I feel but, like Mia's there. Mia's yeah, Mia's yeah. ready. And, and you know, and Shayna's been great. I mean, probably better than you know than what you than what you like bought. Oh, this is gonna be great. And I dread like, to see wow. what they're gonna do with Shayna on the main roster. But uh, yeah, that this is it's gotten to a point where I see the main roster as a as a demotion. <laughs> because well, Heyman's gonna be like, man, we like, you, I you need something Heyman, for Becky. You know, I hope Heyman really does have some control. Because I think he'd be good with Shayna's character. Yeah, I, I mean, unless Sasha Banks is coming back or somebody, you know, because Becky needs something right now. You know, it just they got nothing for. I'm her. with you. I'm with you. You know, so so, so Mia. For, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Mia on this one. All right, the uh, tag team match, uh, Street Profits, uh, which their appearances in Raw have been really weird. Uh, def- yeah, <laughs> pay no mind to those. They really do not factor into what's happening on NXT no. at all. Yeah, and they're def- defending against the Undisputed Era. I want to see the Street Profits retain. I just I want to give them a reign. Uh, they were great in that ladder match. I, I thought those that that match was one they of the matches. Were, of the they year. were oh, they were fantastic. But my problem always in matches like that is, I almost <sighs> this sounds silly, okay? But I almost can't ever see a match like that as a coming out party for anybody. These multi-man matches. Yeah. Because while you get to shine, I still don't know that you can carry a match. Because, by, yeah, because in a normal matches, scenario. Maybe because it's more of a spot fest and everybody's like, okay, well, you get your spot, well, I get my like, spot. Even if, you, even if you do a well-told story for part of the yeah. match, it's like the rest of the match, you could be laying on the floor outside. You, yeah. could, you know, it's not, eh. Well, that was, was the three-way, which I had a problem with because it was a lot of spots. The AEW match in the last show. Where it was right, like, yeah, where it wasn't it, as great. The yeah, storytelling be, wasn't on, yeah, be, great. Because it's, okay, here's a spot, now we get a spot. And, yeah, you, you know, I mean, it, the ladder match, I think, worked differently because you had... You eight guys, you basically got one time as opposed to Yeah, but that was still know. a lot of chaos. It was. Um Sometimes I don't know where to go so here. I'm with you. I want the profits to win. But at the same time, is is it time is for it the undisputed era to have all the gold? How close were they before? Uh they had the North American title and tag team titles, I think. 
And now finally, Adam Adam Cole has the NXT title. Yeah. Um. Man. Yeah, I know. That's where I'm. I'm stuck. I, but then, if we keep doing this, every title is gonna. Well, almost every title is gonna change hands. Depending can, on what you pick. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I'm gonna go with the Street Profits retaining, but. But this, but they need a good showing here. Not like they're gonna have a bad showing, but like for all the fun that they have on Raw and whatever, I think you know people who casually watch need to see what these guys can do. I can't ever pick against the Undisputed Era, and they already lost in that ladder match. Yeah, so I'm going with the Undisputed Era. Okay, I just I can't I can't comfortably pick against them ever. All right, so all right, and then uh, it was all one match in the card. One more? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You mean the main event of the evening? For the NXT World Championship, Adam Cole, defending champion, taking on Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls match, which really is a three stages of hell, but we're not going to call it that match. Yes, uh, so Cole and Gargano respectively choosing the stipulations for the first two falls. Right. And if it's tied after the third, oh, and it will be. Going into the third. Regal will decide the final stipulation of the third fall. The first fall, I think, is going to be a standard match, right? Uh, Gargano chose a street fight. And Cole chose a, a singles match. match right? so, yeah. so I think it goes singles, then street fight. Because yeah, so I don't uh, think you want to go street fight, then Yeah, yeah it wouldn't make any sense. That would yeah. be weird. <laughs> so I think you go singles, then street fight. And I think it actually goes backwards to how they picked him. I think Gargano wins the standard match, and then Cole wins the street fight. I'll give you that. And then um, the I don't know what the last one would be. No, because, well, Regal's going to unveil it. You know, oh, no, that, I know, yeah, but I'm, yeah, trying, yeah. I'm, oh. I'm trying to speculate a little bit and think to myself, what would he make that last match? Um, well, it wouldn't be a t- tables match. No, that would be really anticlimactic, yeah, yeah, especially for NXT. I mean, they've already got ladders there. Does it's it become a, third a TLC fall is a match? Two out of three full match. Um, <laughs> does, it, does it become TLC at that point? It could because it, I mean, we'll, it could protect a guy from eating right. a pin. We'll find out tomorrow simply because this may, you know, we'll, if there's a cage hanging above yeah. the ring, we'll oh, understand yeah, yeah, that the third yeah. fall is going to be a cage match. I mean, it's a dead giveaway. Yeah, that was, um, I'm going to flash back to Halloween Havoc. Spin the wheel, make a deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, a- yeah. And you knew because they were spinning the wheel at the pay-per-view that was not going to be a steel cage match. Because there was, was no cage. Yeah, because even though it was on the wheel, like, well, there's no cage match. Yeah, there's no, there's no <laughs> a coal miner's glove match. Yeah, that's man. That what a concept. Okay, you know it's okay. I'm I'm gonna tangent here for a second. <laughs> um, yeah. I, by the way, uh, side note. I relate this. I listened to Steve Austin with Hulk Hogan on the podcast. Quick, quick tangent. You gotta you gotta time yourself on the tangent. Okay. All right, I, the uh, Hulk Hogan Steve Austin podcast. Yeah. I haven't finished it, but uh, but worth a listen. Uh, Jim Cornette talked about a coal miners match. I listened to one of his podcasts, and that was back in the day. Was like because you hit somebody with a weapon, yeah, you know that was a big thing because the guy didn't get up from that, yeah. So that became the stipulation. You would be hanging up there, yeah, of course, and yeah. somebody grab it, use it. So you know, obviously, not going to do that here. Could you imagine if they did something like that? A you know, coal a, miners a, glove a, match, or, or uh, you know, a kendo stick at a pole. You well, know? after a street fight, it'll mean nothing, especially. But. So I think you'd have to. go I think TLC. it has to go like it has to go TLC, maybe yeah. cage. Yeah. You know, because again, somebody can escape without actually you know somebody eating a pinfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't go submissions because we already got that. With don't do last year. man standing as we've done that, right? Didn't they do that match? <sighs> These guys done that. Is that what they did in their last match? Was last man standing? Oh man. Um... Because I can't 25? remember, honestly, at the last... Yeah, TakeOver 25. Is that what that was? Well, I mean, uh, it was a singles match that last... Oh, was it? Yeah, I that lasted forever. Last... Yeah, Maybe... It... I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like they've, they, this has happened, but maybe not with them. I don't know. In any event. Yeah, I I, I got Cole retaining. Yeah, I, no matter what the third fall is, I'm picking Cole retaining. Yeah. I'm with you. So. Yeah, I, they got to figure out what they're doing with Johnny. I don't mean that, Johnny! But, Johnny! You know. I, Johnny's... Because we're never going to see... Uh, the Johnny's done back. on that brand. Yeah. There's nothing else for him to do. No. All right, no. It, 
He's he's who, who's who's the guy was his partner that got hurt? Champa. Yeah, Champa. Yeah, yeah, he's probably not coming back. Uh, uh he might just for a short bit just to kind of reestablish himself yeah. before he goes back to the main roster. Uh, I think that could help. But, you know, because I could see him coming back once to just feud with whoever's a champion. If it's Adam Cole feuding yeah. with a champion, he'll lose the feud and then move on to the main he's roster. He's got to be healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a shame because he, he's been hurt twice now. Yeah. And he's such a good performer, so it's a real shame. Yeah. Um, that's your NXT. That's NXT. That's NXT TakeOver Toronto. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into Summerfest. Slam. <laughs> Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please, keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back. Thank you so much for sticking around with us. Eat Sleep Podcast. Beat FM99 is Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. It is... 11.51 here on Friday. <laughs> temperature outside. It's yeah, a, yeah, a little well, bit warm. Uh, I don't know why I'm giving the time and temperature on a uh, podcast. You know why? It's probably not relevant no, anymore to no. you. But, you know uh, why? Because you can feel the heat of SummerSlam. SummerSlam! Feel five degrees and humid. Well, it used to be feel the heat. We are uh, here in Chesapeake, the... Uh, Capital, or I'm sorry, Greenbrier, the capital of Chesapeake. Yeah. And we are doing... <laughs> Downtown uh, Greenbrier. That's right, Greenbrier, whatever. And we are uh, about to dive into Super Slam, Summerfest, SummerSlam, whatever you want to call it. Really, this, I, do we care? I was more excited <laughs> about TakeOver Toronto than I was about I, yeah, SummerSlam. I, I think I'm at this point, too, looking at that. And, and part of it is because half the matches. Yeah. Toronto, I have to watch five matches. SummerSlam, I got to watch But the pay-per-views will be the same. Like, I, I'm going to be honest with you because of... of I have multiple jobs, but well, I'm going to get to NXT. I'm definitely skipping the first two falls of the main event. Just, just, just How so dare you, know. you, sir? How dare you? Because it's just, you know. What, what you should do <laughs> is you should watch the first two and then go to like the last five minutes of the, of <laughs> yeah. the third fall is what you should do because that'll be the one that drags out. Yeah. So in any event, but as long as you watch it, that's, yeah. that's what matters. All right. Here we go. With or the, you know what you can do. Watch the whole card up to that match. And then watch that last match the next day. Probably, So yeah. then you get to three falls in one day. But in any event, yeah, so we're going to dive into SummerSlam now, and that's twice as many matches, so we got lots to get to, so let's yeah. get to it. Singles match for the Cruiserweight title, probably on the pre-show. Drew Gulak versus One Lorkin. One Lorkin. Yeah. Uh, love Oni. He's not winning. No, he's not. No, he's a very hard-hitting dude, though, like very stiff. And yeah. I'm, I'm a really big fan of his, so I'm, I'm excited to see him on the, the main roster. Uh, fighting for a title, but he's losing. Yeah, he is. Drew's got this. Uh, this one, we'll just blow through this one. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Goldberg, I mean, there's, there's no reason that Goldberg should wrestle more than 90 seconds in this match. Pretty much. Uh, I we, mean, I guess Z- they could find ways around it. Well, Z- Ziggles can probably... Uh, Ziggles? Yeah. Can Are prob- you pals? You <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we did hang out the funny bone. Uh, <laughs> he did... Um, you know, I mean, he maybe he could just stall, kind of like Kevin Owens, and then it's. I'm but. sure he could do something like that. I I don't know. You know, I guess we'll see what happens. But really, there's no reason for this to go beyond spear jackhammer match over. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, the it, only it, thing I can think is maybe Dolph like, like right away, Dolph hits him with like super kick, super kick, yeah, super yeah. kick, and then lands the zigzag. Yeah, and. Uh, he he hits it and you know one of those things where he hits it and immediately turns to the crowd like yeah but as and soon he as he up. while he's standing up Goldberg stands right up behind him yeah, yeah. and then he turns around spear jackhammer oh, I mean this cool. isn't going to be anything except a no, spectacle yeah. match for Goldberg that's all yeah it's a redemption match yeah from so, the the other match at, uh, I'm fine with it Goldberg yeah, yeah Goldberg and Goldberg. Goldberg um jeez uh 
Uh, Finn Balor versus uh, the Fiend. The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Which going, is, the Fiend. Yeah, yeah. The, the Fiend has to win. These are obvious matches. It, which, it sucks for. Uh, I'm interested to see if the Fiend wrestles differently than Bray Wyatt did. And, and, and can we can we like lose the the stupid sound effects and the lights while this no. is going on? No, you can't ever, Dave. Um, during the match, you'll probably lose them. I hope we don't get any kind of crazy mood lighting while they're wrestling. Yeah, that that's, that would bother see, that, me. That's what like concerns me because I'm like when Bray first came out. I think he fought. Kane, it was like an inferno match at SummerSlam. Yeah, and they had the dumb red lighting, Yeah, which was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I agree. So we can't see Um, it on the arm gel. Yeah, no, I just, I don't want to see, it needs to be different, but not that different. Let his mannerisms, let the way he does it portray it differently. Also, he better have different music. Yes. Well, it's probably the Funhouse theme, right? Or unless it's that een, 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 or whatever that is. I can't is. see that being all that it is, oh, though. God. Maybe that'll happen and then music starts. Yeah. But I can't see it being just that sound. And the Funhouse music wouldn't make sense for The Fiend, because he's never no. been associated with the Funhouse music. That's, that's true. Bray Wyatt's character has been associated yeah. with the Funhouse music. What I'd do to make him different is every time he comes to the ring for a match, I'd have one of those Funhouse videos yeah. where Bray's talking and everything, and he just does the let me in thing, and then we get that and he's already in the ring. Yeah, That's what I'd do every time, because it would be unique. It'd be a different kind of entrance. It would be. So, But that's but any event, Fiend. Yeah. Bray, uh, from what I understand, Finn's got some nagging injuries, and he's looking to take time off. Well, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's got to be Fiend. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, hey, by the way, missing from the card, uh, Roman Reigns, because they couldn't figure out what to we do. we got to figure out who attacked him. Dave, yeah, it might yeah. have been Rowan, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, buddy Murphy, we just ruined you. Um, uh, buddy, you're gonna. You, I don't know why I'm doing a Super Dave voice, but it's kind of like that. Uh, he, I don't know why all of a sudden we decided. I mean, Buddy Murphy's fine; he can yeah, grab him. I mean, yeah. it's not like Austin never did anything like this or whatever. It's no big deal. But it's just some people have speculated that it was actually Buddy Murphy, and he yeah, threw out Rowan's yeah, name just yeah. to throw out a name and you know red herring. But it, I mean. None of those answers are appealing. No. Daniel Bryan and Rowan would be it would it would not really fit them. No, nope, does not fit. And it would their not character. be exciting because it's an obvious thing. Um I'm calling it CM Punk. That's who it was. <laughs> it was CM Punk who tried to hit him with a car and knock the thing over on him. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But which like, like they couldn't like did it not see anybody draw it's just it's, it's just dumb. Okay. Uh AJ Styles and Ricochet for the uh the singles match for the US championship. Oh, by the way, somehow I'm still picking Roman to win. Oh yeah, somehow. Yeah. Well, he may he him. may be at something. We will see him, I'm sure, at SummerSlam. And I'm still picking him to win. He, he will win. They're, they're probably a brawl because the Usos. Is Samoa Joe a face now? By the way, did he turn face because I don't he tried know if he, to help out Roman? I see, I, and that's the thing. I don't know if that made him a face or what. Now, because it was it's kind of like out of character, but he's it was kind a of, little like, out of kind character. Of, character, there, but at yeah. the same time, he just got attacked by you know somebody tried yeah. to run him over and yeah. whatnot. So I could understand at the same time being like Jesus Christ, yeah, you know, because he's going to fight the dude, but fighting him is different from trying to run him over with a car. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure. But it, it was odd and weird, a weird yeah. character for Joe. It would have seemed strange, maybe if he'd just done the 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 attack had happened, and Joe like was just like whoa, you know, like yeah. that backed off a little bit while medics went up there. That would have been a little different. Although personally, if I was writing it, and this is I don't know how to do it, but I'm just saying, if I was doing it, I would have had Joe say something like you know, snarky as he's walking off camera, yeah. and be like "Told your dumbass, I didn't do it." Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then walk away. Yeah, but he didn't act any way yeah. like that. It was kind of like you know, so is he kind of turning, or I don't know, or yeah. they just trying to be logical in the sense that he's like, "Oh, well, he'd be worried about him." Yeah, derp, 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 derp. I don't know. Yeah, Triple H showing up. I don't know. It was Rikishi. Rikishi did it for the Rock. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what he did. Did it for the Ooze. He did it for the Ooze. That's what he did. <laughs> Could you imagine? I did it for the oos. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Actually, that would make this whole thing <laughs> worth it for me. So, all right. Uh, AJ Styles ricochet U.S. title. Um, 
AJ Styles. Get, give him give him time, and then um, I'm going to go with Ricochet. How dare you? The club finally has the, the gold. Yeah, Don't I take know, it off him just I know, yet. I know. I know. Um, Don't take it off him just yet. I'm going. I'm going AJ. I think him and the club keep the gold for a little okay. bit. Okay. Well, aren't they now the uh, the OC baby? Yeah, the OC. I mean, it's still the what the original club or yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. So I mean, it's the club. I'm calling it the club. Yeah, and and, and uh, Luke Gallus face paint. Well, that's you know his Japan. I, I his know, Japan I know. I'm it's fine just, with. It's, it's, but I love how the the commentators have to yeah. comment on the face paint and be like, oh well, he says it gives him an edge and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, guys, he's just wearing face paint. Yeah. Like, just let him wear face paint. Who cares? It, it gives him momentum to the next pay per view. No, it doesn't. It's just all about let finding him momentum. Wear the effing face paint. Who cares? Yeah. It's not like I'm like, oh, Ziggler wears these tights when he's feeling invincible. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. He's just wearing face paint. Yeah. So moving on. <laughs> uh, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. And, and I wish they set this up differently than just, you know, I wouldn't like. You mean longer and better told? Yes. Yes, that would have helped. Where, where Trish could have been there going, you know, like, you know, like. Well, I think this was supposed to happen a while ago, but she ended oh, up, yeah, like she, something happened or whatever. But she was gone. Was. She was out of town for the reunion weekend and whatever. Yeah. Well, I think, I'm saying, I think originally this was supposed to happen like at, um. I want to say I remember seeing rumors of this being an evolution idea. Oh. And it got reworked into something else. And then, like, they, like, maybe, I don't remember what it was. There was something where it was, it just didn't happen or whatever. But I remember them talking about this a while ago. And I'm just not crazy about the storyline. I feel like there was better ways to get here. Uh, It's fine, but it's just been kind of boring. I mean, it should, you know, by the way, three women's matches on the. uh, Which is probably another reason Heyman decided, if it was his call, that's what the rumors are. To pull the tag team title match yeah. onto Raw because, so I guess at the end of the it's got to be Charlotte. Yeah, it yeah. just has to be Charlotte again. You know, I just if if you're just having Charlotte and Trish and this exists in a bubble and this is it, Charlotte. So yeah, that's yeah. where I'm going. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. All right, for the match that uh, with uh, the stipulation, if he loses, he will quit. Kevin Owens. Which is the dumbest thing because yeah. why wasn't there a stipulation placed on Shane as well? Yeah, or why didn't he at least try to get Shane to agree to stipulation? Oh wait. He did after the fact, just this last episode before the pay per view, and of course Shane logically said, "Um, no. no, like because why would he? It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense at this point, you know. Yeah. It, what should have happened is they should when that came up for Shane to be like, "We well, got to put your career on the line," or however I don't even remember how it happened. Well, I think Owen just said, "If I can't beat you, I quit." Right, the more logical thing to do would yeah. have been Shane trying to get rid of Owens, yeah. and so he says, fine, I'll put my career on the line if you put your career on the yeah. line. That yeah. would have made more sense. But now well, Owens comes across as an, as an idiot yeah. for waiting until it's already been agreed upon to go, wait, no, I want you to have a stipulation too, derp, derp. So, I don't know. Drew will play into this somehow, but yeah, I, uh, I'm guessing either Cedric, Cedric Alexander. Cedric coming out because you get the yeah. thing, you know, uh, Braun. Maybe Braun, Braun could show up if he's done getting. Because he's only backstage and catering with Maria. Right. Then, if he's yeah. done getting yelled at by Maria, then maybe he can uh, <laughs> come out and kick some uh, Drew's ass. Um, but I'm still going Owens with this. Yeah. Yeah. Owens should win. Yeah. Please, please, please. You know, and and if, unfortunately, because of like the whole Roman feud, like I felt like not that Shane has anything left, but we've seen too much Shane. Yeah, I it's agree. It's not special right now. I agree. Not special at all. All right, so we got the uh, the SmackDown, the WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Uh, I mean, it should be a good match as long as Randy's uh, motivated to do so. Yeah, Kofi needs a good match. I don't think he's had a really strong one that kind of defines his reign. I don't think so either, but I don't think that's so much the matches as it is 
his his yeah the the storylines yeah 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 I'm not I'm not blaming like any of the stars yeah I, I think I'm blaming well so I'm, I'm just saying it's booking, like I feel yeah. like he's had good matches but it, like here's the thing those two can go out there and have a great match but yeah. I don't know that it's going to be remembered as such simply because the feud surrounding it wasn't exciting yeah we'll be like oh they had a really good match at blah blah you know but that's all new well way because we're remember there was it. no feud it's like I choose you or whatever right but know? that's what I'm saying is it's like when you remember classic matches, you remember them because of some of the storyline around it and why it made it so meaningful. So even if these guys go out there and have a great match, you'll look back on it and be like, ah, I think Kofi and Randy had a good match at SummerSlam, right? Yeah. Well, somebody needs to go, stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah, either Kofi needs to say it or Randy needs to be in the middle of saying it and, like, Kofi knocks his teeth out. And and, and, well, the announcers acknowledge it. I mean, the audience won't really hear it, but the people watching at home go, We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. Uh, Kofi. Who do you Kofi. Yeah, Kofi. All right. Uh, for the uh, the Raw, the uh, or SmackDown Women's Championship, we'll say with this one. Uh, Bailey defending against Ember Moon. I'm trying to make sense of this feud. Bailey and I don't care. And uh, I really have yeah, nothing yeah. to say about this. They have done no favors to anybody. No, poor poor Ember, who just has come off Bailey's, colder. Yeah, oh, she's super cold. Yeah. Uh, and Bailey is supposed to be a baby face, and she is the most unlikable person right yeah. now. I just don't get yeah, it. Yeah, pull, pull, you know, make it, make her a heel. You if, know, if your if your goal is to make her unliked, then make her a heel. But if you're trying to make her a baby, like a, yeah. a good baby face, then. St- Stop whatever you're doing and do the opposite. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and at least on the SmackDown side, she does have more challengers. You know, That's if, true. Mandy Rose or right. Uh, you know, if they can make make people care about her. Or, uh, I don't uh, think it would be hard to do. Uh, I can't think of a partner all of a sudden. Sonya Deville. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, uh, the the Raw Women's Championship match in a submission match. Uh, are they going <sighs> to recreate Bret Hart and Stone Cold? Probably not. Becky Lynch defending against. I'm willing to bet we get parts of it. Like I'd be yeah. bet you, I'd be willing to bet you we get that figure four around the ring post. Yeah, you know, I'd be betting that, provided they can. But I bet they can. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll see. Um, uh, but I, I, I mean, I see Natalia. You putting the sharpshooter on Becky, you know, for a while or whatever. And Becky, I see, you know, I that. see Natalia. I see them both doing each other's finishers at one point. Yeah. Natalia will have the arm. The what do they call it? The what's the what's the arm breaker called? She uses disarm, disarm her. her. Sorry, disarm I had her. a mouthful of. Uh, That's okay. Food. And, and um, I see <laughs> Becky locking on the sharpshooter at some point. Um, I still say Becky wins. Yeah, and these two are, would be capable of having a great match, but it just depends on how much time they're given and the leniency they're given to work. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I, I I'm I'm going to go Becky, and I think this could be a great match. It should be, you know. I mean, Natalia's a veteran, doesn't get the accolades. She's never like included in the. Well, because she's never really kind of. She's never really clicked, yeah, with the audience. You know, she's she's had good matches here and there. Her best matches, though, most of them were like she had on NXT. She had that yeah. match with uh, Charlotte that was fantastic on NXT, yeah. and she had a good match. I think she had a match with Paige too. And I mean, that was good. But I mean, like, so like those were awesome, but they weren't seen by the majority of the audience. So like on Raw, where she's been there for when they turned the Diva era, where she yeah. didn't get to be a great wrestler. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. That and then she has, you know, when. Uh, her husband and and uh, and, yeah. and, and David uh, Smith, you know, did the uh, the new the Heart Dynasty, which was man, they were great to watch. Yeah, like it, they fit in with that, but you know, then they made him like, well, these guys can't do anything. They have no charisma. We just well, and again, them. and she wasn't meant to mean anything in that yeah. because again, the women didn't mean much then. Yeah, you know, she she wasn't going to be featured in bra and panties matches all the time. And then the problem is, by the time they get around to doing the Women's Revolution, she's. Not to, I don't want to be a jerk saying she's been passed by, but there is a new younger generation of yeah. girls who can wrestle their asses off as like she can. Yeah, but they're up and comers and they're the future at this. And hard to believe was it last year that she no Maybe. two years ago she won the women's championship over uh, Naomi, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so 
Becky wins. Do we see? You know, does this? this okay, I'm, I'm going to be the Luke Harper moment here. Does does uh does Sasha come out? Do we see Shayna? Do we see Ronda Rousey? Because all of them, all of them, and <laughs> CM Punk, and they all show up. But I mean, you are in Canada. You know, well, here's the other thing. I mean, I mean, are you going to out pep out out uh, pop Becky in uh, Canada, even though you're in Italia? Because I don't remember Natalia ever having a big pop in Canada for anything. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm more concerned what happens after the match with this. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm hoping that we get some kind of now that maybe save for all or something, you know, with with Shayna or Ronda or yeah. maybe somebody showing up. I don't know. But let me tell you, it needs some kind of heat. We need I need buzz coming out of SummerSlam, not just on the Raw after. We need buzz coming out of the show. When it should be, if it's not any one of those, yeah. and they didn't win the tag team champions on Monday, it's Asuka. And just have Paige come out and be like, hey. That could, that could happen. Because you know what? You didn't beat her. Right. You tapped to her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about building up drama or something. You know, Do something. Although it'll be Paige delivering the promo, not Heyman. But still. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and there's one match left in the card. Oh, there's one more? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> the main event of the evening. Reigning, defending Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. God, I can't say that like him. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Freaking, freaking. Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> in a match nobody asked for. I, I just don't. I, something that was illuminating to me was uh, John Moxley's appearance on Jericho's podcast a couple months back. Yeah. Because he talked about working with Lesnar at WrestleMania and why that match was so disappointing. And it was because Brock didn't want to go over the match until the day of, a couple of hours beforehand. And when it happened, it was John throwing out ideas to try and make the match exciting and Brock going, I don't think we need to do all that. And just saying that all he needs to do is do his suplexes and his F5 and the end. You know what's just really weird is like, and maybe it's just me because I'm on, you know, I, I want to say like a Dean Ambrose Park. There's certain wrestlers like I really like. You yeah, know? yeah. And I always kind of liked him with the Shield guys. But like, I, I still kind of enjoyed that match. I enjoyed the match, but it wasn't what it should have been. I yeah, mean, just I mean, looking at the two characters. Did more, but yeah. Looking at the two characters, that should have been... Uh, a, a crazy fight. Yeah. You know, it should have been epic. But, you know, well, cause you didn't get the chainsaw or you didn't get the other stuff, you know, because the, the build to it was a little odd. Where, like, the hey, build you, was you, very stupid. You know, it's like, you need it this. came and out with his little red wagon yeah. and picked up weapons and dirt, or a shopping cart or whatever it was. And it yeah. was, I remember him talking about that, just being like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Like, it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. I'm going, I'm basically staring death in the eyes with Brock <laughs> Lesnar. That's the way he's been portrayed. And I'm acting like a goof. Yeah. And he goes, it's the dumbest thing in the world. And he, it's, it's same idea here. It's like, Brock is being treated like he's this world beater, you know what I mean? He's this destroyer, and you know Seth gets his ass kicked on Monday, and then picks up a microphone. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know I'm down, but I'm not out, and I'm gonna do this on Sunday, and don't worry about me. And it's like, okay, that was cringe. Oh, it was horrible, dude. It was horrible, and it's the same story they did going into WrestleMania, where it's like, oh, yeah. but he's just gonna take a big beating all of the time, yeah. but he'll keep on kicking, you know, and it's. I, He's I don't care. I think his window closed. I th- I think I, I and I don't really care who his who, window may <laughs> not have closed, but it's damn sure not wide open right now. Yeah. And he's gonna have to get back there. And let me tell you, this could be the start of that if you do the right kind of match and make him look really good coming out of this. No ball shots. You're not going to. You're gonna blow it, WWE. Yeah. Know it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, Fifteen German suplexes and an F five. Maybe he'll get a curb stomp in there. Maybe. And Brock will kick out. And it's just, I mean, Brock's winning this. He should. 
you know, and, and I'm fine with Brock being the champion as long as it's the I'm presentation. Not. I'm I'm not because they've already proven they can't do that. Well, but do you do you want Seth to be champion? <laughs> More than Brock, yeah. <laughs> I'd take Seth being champion over Brock because at it, least I'm guaranteed to get matches. I'm not guaranteed to get this, you know, five German suplexes and an F5 and that's it. Dancing around the ring. That's literally all I'm going to get Whoa! from Brock. And then God, when when it's finally sense. time for him to drop it, it's going to be meaningless. You know, just like it was last time. You know, it, it meant nothing because the storyline going in was boring. And it was predictable that Seth was going to beat him. Well, because you do the, you know, he doesn't care storyline, which you can't do. No, but that's what they're going to do again, man. That's what he they're going to do. Just, it's like, it's like he's unstoppable. He's a monster. Who's going to take this guy out? And then, you know, it's like, come on, send me your best. And yeah. then, you know, ah, I took care of him. But what about you? Oh, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's just not. It doesn't work. How, how long does this go? I mean, does it come out and he just, just kicks his butt at the beginning, kind of looks at that mania? You know, I don't want a repeat of that. And then you know, I feel like a, we will get a slight shot, repeat. Then... I feel like we will get a slight repeat where it'll look like Seth's about to beat him like he did last time, yeah. and it won't happen. The one thing I want to see that hasn't happened, but I want to see it happen. If this happens, I'll, I'll be a little happy. Is if Seth goes for that stomp, yeah, and Brock does what Randy Orton did that one time and stands up, yeah. and hoists him up into the air and then F5, catches yeah. him F five. I'll be like, okay, well, Jesus, mother effer, that was great. <laughs> you know, then I'll then I'll be standing up and applauding Brock. But I don't. I it's not going to be that exciting because Brock's not going to want to do that. Well, he he did that. What did he do with Finn Balor? Did he do I something don't like that? Remember? Did, like did he come out for the stomp and he grabbed him and or something? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember what it was though. But I mean, it was good. And the, the Finn Balor match was good. But you know why the Finn Balor match was good? It was because they told a story going yeah, in, yeah. during that match about the diverticulitis and in his injured midsection. Yeah. And so they they had a way for it to be believable that Finn might win that because nobody thought going in that Finn was going to win. Yeah. So that was and you're watching, believable. Going, oh my gosh, he has this. Yeah. See, and those are the kind of Brock matches I like. Where it's hundred like, percent. Where it's like it's you know like the Daniel Bryan thing. For I mean, he's the Daniel Bryan man. one was great. Yeah. He had a good. He had a really good match yeah. with AJ yeah. as well. Yeah. It's just, he's capable of having these, but he has to be willing to put in the work. Yeah. Not so good, Samoa Joe. He does get against the smaller guys. He really does. Well, he he had a good initial run in with Braun with Braun Strowman. Yeah. But it's it got boring down the line because we just kept feeding Braun to him. Yeah. You know, so I I don't know. I don't know. But Brock, it's just gonna it's yeah, gonna be Brock. Brock. It's gonna be Brock. We're closing the show with I guess him. I guess I guess with it's a fart, show. like a fart. We're closing the show like a fart. Yeah, I mean I'll, I'll, unless Becky and Natalia main event and then, no, but it's then, not happening. But, but then somebody comes down, you know. That it, it all depends, like, you know. No, it's not happening. If, if, There's know. zero chance that Brock doesn't main event this show. He didn't main event WrestleMania. He's not yeah. he's not, not main eventing <laughs> SummerSlam. It's not happening. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Super exciting. That's the end of that show. <laughs> Big old fart right there in the end, middle of the ring. It'll the, the entrances will take longer than the match, I'm sure. Yeah, but in any event, so that's Summerfest Slam Super Sunday, whatever it's called, SummerSlam. That is episode one eleven in the books. Hey, by the way, we did get an email from Corey who says NXT and SummerSlam seem to be shaping up pretty well. I agree. Wrong. You're wrong, Corey. One of those two things. You're wrong, Corey. Uh, he's also going to uh, AEW in DC in October. Nice. That's cool. Good. Which, by hey, the way, uh, hey, the, hey, hey, the first hey. taping sold out. Yeah, you know, instantly. Yeah. It was really fast. Um, by the way, uh, Corey, bring an ESPR sign to that uh, AEW show. Yeah, bring us an ESPR sign. And uh, we'll, we'd love to see it if you if you if you manage to get it on television. And we'll definitely shout you out, put you on the page, and stuff like that. Anytime anybody goes to any of these events that are on television, you get an ESPR sign on the page. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and try and do that if you can. Yeah. But, uh, but and Josh writing in about um, he's sending us stuff about uh, New Japan. Oh, cool. Which we haven't I haven't gotten into yet. Josh, I, I appreciate everything you send for that, and 
you know, and maybe at some point in certain episodes we, we might Well, when we, next time we're not doing a preview or a review, we could probably try and get into that because yeah. I don't want to talk about Ron SmackDown. <laughs> no. So, in any event, that is SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver Super Toronto. Um, and that's episode 111 of Eat Sleep Podcast Beat. Remember, FM99.com. Uh, slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99 and ESPR at FM99.com. Plus, follow us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating and review, please. And until next week when we will review TakeOver Toronto and SummerSlam, uh, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat.